0: Hello and welcome. Good evening, good morning. Cause yeah, we I checked recently, we have international viewers. And welcome back to Eros Wisdom, a Legend of Zelda podcast, episode four of our Breath of the Wild series. I'm your host Luke, here accompanied by Ange, Wendy, and Dylan.
1: Hello. Guess...
2: <laughs> this is Ange. This is Hello. Wendy. <laughs> it's
0: Dylan. It had Literally. to be Dylan. It couldn't have been <laughs> anyone else.
2: When he's Depending. like, I'll go after Luke, and then doesn't go after Luke. Yeah, um, I know.
1: It doesn't the order of the name, you know? That's how it I. It doesn't matter. Ugh, well, okay, fine. You,
2: know, life, okay? You, guys,
0: you guys know how, like, the more you do something, the better you get at it.
1: Yeah.
2: Like mm-hmm. when
0: he's, I feel like when he's getting worse at it. <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> anyway, your favorite podcast is back. I don't know how to check where we stand in rankings, so I'm just gonna say we're the number ones, the we're the number one podcast on Spotify. I'm just gonna say that. I don't know how to check. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it can be. Maybe I don't know. It's unlikely. Who knows? Who knows? You know. Anyway, last time we left off, we did the entirety of Zora's domain, and a lot of uh, Zora's domain related things. We had some laughs we had some tears. It was very emotional. But good time can't last forever. Now we're moving on. So today we'll be talking about Akala and Goron City. And then before we close off the episode, we have um we have our first first listener question um comment email that we got today. So we're going to have to save some time for that. It's a, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. You guys ready? You guys ready to dive in?
1: Let's go. My fellow... My little,
0: uh, my little rats. My little lab rats. My little Zelda rats. <laughs> Zelda rats. <laughs> and, this is, and this is the cheese. Ooh. So... Big tuna? So let's start off. Let's say we're like... Leaving... Leaving uh, Zora's domain. Just the region. I think... Uh, what I did was... And it's just easier to follow what one person did, right? What I did was I I went back to the um, the So Kofi Shrine, I believe it's called. Yeah, So Kofi Shrine. And I got my horse because I had left my horse there previously. Then I went up that road all the way. It's called the Ternio Trail. And then it splits into two. And this is the part where I put Akala in front of Goron City because... I was going to go to Goron City to do the next one. Then I saw the trail split in two. And I saw this big-ass building thing. You know, the Akala Citadel. So I was like, okay, let me just go there real quick. But you know, if you've played this game, nothing nothing you do is ever real quick. So I went. You know, I'm like, I'm trotting along. Then I see the Akala Citadel. And it looks cool as shit. It's like this giant, massive, like Empire State-esque building with the tower on top looks cool as hell but then it also looks scary as hell because there's like four or five flying guardians that watch the whole thing and as you're going along there's two ways you can go on <laughs> the second one i only found about recently there's the bridge ruins which is like the way i went that's like the main point of interest for me because you see a npc being attacked a moblin or you can just walk around and there's like a natural rock formation steps, which which since I just found out about recently, it really made me question like what you know, you know, like what was the point of the bridge if they if they could just walk around.
3: If everybody's just gonna go around anyways.
0: Yeah, then, then what was the point of destroying the bridge? Anyway. The Akala Citadel was um in in breadth of the wild lore because you know. Age of Calamity is a little different. But in Breath of the Wild, Lord, the akala Citadel was the last stand of like the the Hylian army and um or Hyrulean Hylian I don't know what the correct delegation is probably Hylian army and um they like everyone died there holding out. That was like the last stand and all these soldiers died. And you kind of get some cool info if you save that NPC. His name is Nell, N E L L. Um from his design, he's wearing the knight's armor, but it's not like the nice one, the nice refurbished, shined one, you know, that you could get at a Hateno village. It's like, it looks like it was ripped straight off a skeleton. It's like musty, dusty. He probably found it somewhere nearby, but it's still cool. And then when he talked to him, he says something more along the lines of like, when you look at all these like massive structures and cities, you really get a sense of what we lost, which you know we're we're recording this in uh what day is it the 27 November 27 2020 Age of Calamity's been out for for a hot minute for a week now um but, but you know this game came out in 2017 and when you're going when you're going back if you're playing it in that you know pre Age of Calamity context this is the sort of passive lore dense storytelling that breath of the wild does which is you know by its environment and the interactions you have to have with people because you're not you're not going to get on your own otherwise like you have to you kind of have to do it yourself because of course now you know age of calamity we can see those settlements but before you couldn't so you really had to you know look at the ruins to sort of get a hint of what was lost
3: you had to be your own little historian literally like the game's not going to hold your hand like everything else. You you kind of have to go and look for it. This is my this is my favorite part of this this week. Was just this mm-hmm. Akala Citadel The The Citadel is cool as hell. I, I was but there. It's for, also- I was there for maybe like 15 20 minutes. Like I wasn't there for long, but it's just it's just such a cool area. It was
0: it was scary cuz like you could take the stairs, but there's all those flying guardians. And parries aren't actually super effective against flying guardians since they're always kind of moving. They kind of dodge their own, like, reflected beams. And I never wanted to go that way anyway. I would always, like, take – the reason why it took me longer than 20 minutes, I would take my time and climb up the side. And I never – and I, like, for some reason, I would always make food with extra hearts, but I never made food with, like, stamina recovery extra stamina. So it took me forever to climb up the whole thing. And I remember my first run through. I think I have a video. There's like a Moblin and a Bokoblin on the eastern side of the ruins of the Citadel. And I was like standing behind the wall just throwing the bombs. And bombs only do about, I don't know. I know they do at least 10 damage. But a black Bokoblin and a and a black Moblin have significantly more health. I think like 720, 720 health. So they're like, it took a long ass time to wear them down. Then I climbed up. Then you have like the actual ruins at the top of the citadel, which is like a, you know, a structure that you can go inside. There's some cool chests. There's a Korok seed. And then there's the tower itself. And it's covered in this pool of malice. And you can't really. Well, I guess you, I had a hard time, you know, for my first time, from what I remember navigating through it. So I really had to get creative. and I know I spent a lot of time trying to come up with the best way to get to the top which ended up being which ended up being like something super easy all i did was just grab like a bundle of wood dropped it on like maybe on top of the roof of one of the structures near the bottom of the tower shot it with a fire arrow so it created an updraft so it would just carry me up a little bit because i don't want to say it was too hard but there's just a lot of malice there's not a good place for you to get a good starting point i thought you know at least for me but, um, I
1: agree with you on that too. I also didn't take the stairs. Um, I went around it, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna climb this thing. And <laughs> <laughs> by the time I reached the top, uh, the flying gardens. Yeah, I I got demolished by them like quite a few times. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, like they would ca- they would catch me off guard because I'm like, okay, they're not gonna see me. I can climb this thing. I have the stamina for it. Whatever. I got this. Uh, I mean, then, like, yeah.
0: especially. Like, if you're, if you're, Zoro's Domain, we, are, we always agree that Zoro's Domain tended to be our first one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're bound to, like, this is so close. You're bound to go there. So flying Guardians for very early in the game, when you're, your inventory is low, you don't have a lot of shields anyway. That's, like, it's very, it's extremely difficult, regardless of, like, Master Mode or Normal Mode. It's just painful.
1: Yeah, so then, yeah, I think that was my first encounter. Um with the Flying Guardian. So I had no idea what like how to go about it. I was like, okay, either I think I asked you. I was like, what are these? <laughs> like, no, wait, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what are these? And you were like, just just go for it, like see for yourself. And I was like, um, okay. And then I just was like, All right, if um I know you I know it. I know something's gonna happen, so I just stood right in front of it, and I was like, "All right, let's see what it does." Boom, oh dead. Oh
3: my
0: god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the, then the I, I, I classic,
3: was... the Luke classic, figure it out yourself. Uh huh. That's so, the best
0: way to go about it, though. Come on, it is, you know it
3: is. But in the moment, that's like the least. <laughs> it's like the thing. It you is. Want the it least. is. It is least help. Yeah.
1: It is, and yeah, no, I'm same not... thing. By the time I reached the top, also to get on the tower, I had a bit of trouble as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, Luke, I don't know what to do here. You're like, um, so what's your inventory looking like? And I was like, well, and I think I just started telling you what I had. And I was like, you were like, oh, have you tried something with the wood? And I was like, the wood? Why the hell would I need the, the wood? wood. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the same. I ended up just doing the same thing. You're like, all right, do you have any fire hours? Do you have any any Flint? And I was like, oh. I mean, there's probably think, better
0: ways, but that's that's that was like yeah. my favorite way to handle that situation it's good and in a in a, Kala, a Kala is a very there's a lot going on in that region so then from from the tower you can either go to the South akala stable and then get the zakasho shrine or you can go to the Don hesho shrine and then from there you see like the center rock formation and a great fairy fountain nearby and if you've if you had done because I know how we talked about it we have already technically like in this audio playthrough of the game, we had technically already done the Hylian homeowner side quest, which is what helps you begin the Terrytown side quest. So straight from the Don Hester, you can jump and go to Bolson or not Bolson, Hudson. And he said that like Bolson Co. sent him there. They're going to set up like a, you know, a little satellite, not even like town, like a village because there's like what, six houses in total. Yeah. And so so you go you go to Hudson and he's like doing his own thing. You can go there and he asks you for help and to get dirty wood. So that's something you can do there early in the game. You get those shrines, so the Don Hesho, the what was the other one I just said? Oh, the Seikasho. And then directly to the right of the Don Hesho is another great fairy fountain. And so technically nice. as we've done it, we've already gone we've already gotten the first fairy fountain, right? So this would be our second one. It's Mija. I always say Mija, but I know her name is not Mija. Like I, it's probably Mija, right? Like Mija or Mija.
1: Yeah, I've like also I, said Mija, like. <laughs> like I
0: read it as Mija, but like that doesn't make sense. It's not. I wonder if her name is the same in if you trans. Uh, if you pick your language setting in Spanish.
1: Interesting. I might try that.
0: Yeah, let me know. So anyway, talk to Mija, and she needs five hundred rupees this time. Well, if it's your second great fairy fountain, use the great second great fount, fairy fountain requires five hundred rupees. Then boom, you can. She they have the cutscene where they burst out and like the nice, their nice rendition of the, the great fairy fountain, and then she can only upgrade your armor to the second level, which is better than nothing. And I highly recommend. Like I always like upgrading the armor in this game. But you're, like, left wanting more, so you're, like, whatever. All right, Misha, like, you blew me a kiss, whatever. I'll come back later. And then you keep going down Akala. It's it's very it's very bare for the most part, except there's, like, all the activity you can do is, like, concentrated. So then you go up. You have the Or Dorak Quarry, where the Spring of Power is, and then the Tutsua Nima Shrine. That's an important shrine because you also get another cutscene there. It's the Spring of Power cutscene, but um basically I'll just talk about it. zelda Zelda's praying and uh she's she's in the she's in the water, she's in the fountain. She's praying and she's praying to the goddess statue while Link watches guard with his back to her back, so he's facing the entrance, like and from from the angle, like you can tell he's like kinda listening and it's very emotional, it's very uh you you know you f- you f- you really feel for Zelda in this moment, but we're going to talk about it more. We're going to save a uh, we're going to do an episode for Champions Ballad Memories and Trial of the Master Sword, so that uh, we'll go more in depth there. But um, so you keep going north. You have the Istakala Stable, and then you have the Katosa Og Shrine, and then further like southish, you have the Retag Shrine. I really like that one. You start near Malin Bay, and you just have to carry the shrine orb in a circle, and like not get hit by enemies. And if you have Majora's Mask, like, really, it's fine. You're gonna you're gonna have no problem because enemies will just ignore you, except for maybe like Octerocks because they just shoot at anything. I but spent. T-
3: sorry, <laughs> oh, I, spent, oh I spent. I spent. I want to say, forty five minutes. <laughs> okay. Here. And I, I saw it on the map. That was the first thing I saw. I saw it on the map and I was like, all right, let me let me pop over there. That seems like an interesting little spot to be. Right. Um so I, I did I, I popped over and I, I went to the middle. I got the Korok seed. There's a mm-hmm. seed in the middle. Um but then I'm I'm sitting here looking around. <laughs> I'm I'm just picking off enemies with the bow, you know, I'm, I'm doing whatever. I'm just getting my bearings and i looked uh and i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do here i know i know this has to be a shrine there's got to be something here but th- this is one of the few times this is actually when i gave up to go fight the last boss this is <laughs> this like this is where i gave up on exploring <laughs> was this because i literally i'm i kid you not i i walked uh i looked around with the um the Sheikah scope, and oh I saw, God. I saw what I had to carry around in that big circle, and I just went, nope, and just marched off to Hyrule <laughs> Castle. That's what I did. That that was the end of the game for me. Oh, God. that's where Link gave up and said, "You know what? World's getting saved today. <laughs> that's the end of this one."
0: That's when you finally listen to Zelda's words. Yeah, you know, he spends like he spends five years getting nine hundred. I'm done
3: cooking. <laughs> I'm done cooking. I'm i do not want to be chef anymore.
0: And the uh, that's a, it's a really good shrine you should do you, you i'm not gonna say you should because i know you will you'll go back one day and do it i'm so looking at have it on
3: the map right now
0: the katosa shrine east akala stable east akala i love akala because aesthetically it's like the quintessential like fall aesthetic all the leaves are fall colors like you know like the trees in the game are like red yellow brown some Mm -hmm. green it has a good mix it has a good fall vibes good autumn vibes there and then we have the ancient tech lab and then more and then also notably above it we have the lome labyrinth island but Ange, i think uh i think you were gonna talk about um the ancient tech lab right
2: yeah did sorry did the recording just pause for anybody or was that just me
0: I think it was just you i saw your like thing flicker but All we're right. good yeah i can hear you at least
2: okay um yeah i took notes on the st- on both the stable and the lab um Ooh. so at the isakala stable you have your usual services like you can sleep the pot to cook in stuff with the horses um Back massage right <laughs> um <laughs> You also meet Haas, I believe his name is, who is a guard and says that his work has been more difficult lately because there are rumors about a suspicious man named Kilton
1: uh, (laughs) roaming
2: around who runs this shop called Fang and Bone. So after you speak to Haas, you can start the shady customer side quest. And here he asks Link if he could run into Kilton and then let him know, and to take a picture of Kilton and bring it back oh to him. Oh my god!
0: Honestly, so. I thought I thought this is one of the best side quests in the game. Yeah, because the reward the rewards are really good.
2: Hmm. So. The- no, go ahead.
0: I was gonna just say like you can finish. I was just gonna say what the reward was, but go ahead.
2: Yeah. So Kilton can be found in Skull Lake. Uh, Skull Lake. Sorry. Skull um, Lake. <laughs> Skull, <Link>, Skull Lake. Skull Lake. <laughs> Uh, but only after nine PM, and I believe I just used my paraglider and like slowly but surely made my way down to him because he was like right at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that <laughs>
0: there's that shrine right in the ice school, like the the Zunakai shrine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can just sit in camp.
2: Um, and you talk to him. He's a little surprised because he's like, "Wait, you can see me?" And blah blah blah, blah and I don't know. He doesn't, should, he
0: say, doesn't he say too like he smells you and it smells like a monster? Yeah, like he, turns he, around and he sees a basically human and gets scared.
2: Yeah, like he gets scared that you're human and like for so like any way that you human would react to a monster, he's reacting to you, essentially, which is the irony in anyway, it, I'm I suppose. Oh, so, so good. Um here at Fang and Bone, you're able to purchase monster-related items through the currency of Mon um and mana is a type of currency that you get from kilton by trading in monster parts um so i think so like some of the most important items you can get here are the masks i guess like the bokoblin mask the moblin mask Lizolfo's mask and lionel mask which like decreases their suspicion of you while wearing them but honestly like just get majora's mask if you have the dlc
0: yeah if you don't though these are really good mm-hmm. and also even if you do have the dlc the the lino mask is still fun because link link kind of squares up like a line oh he, yeah like he puffs his chest out and he has his arms in a very square 90 degree angle is very funny i never
2: bought it um because i have majora's masks <laughs>
3: and it's like i didn't need that
2: i do not need that homemade shit i have this. I like, <laughs> these, <laughs>
3: these friggin elitists
0: and that and that's what i was about to say to Like. The best reward for this side quest, you get the Dark Link armor from Ocarina of Time, like the Dark Link, and it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say from from Kilton, you can get the Dark Hood, Dark Tunic, and Dark Trousers, which <laughs> increases your night speed. Um, which is pretty so cool. Good.
0: Unfortunately, you can't upgrade it. I don't think, right? No, you can't. No. But it looks it looks so good, especially if you don't have you know, any Amiibos to get the Ocarina Time outfit, this is the closest thing you're going to get. And I give it a yeah, yeah, nice out of a yummy, delicious. <laughs> it's like pretty good. We're talking pretty good here.
2: Well, truth be told, and this is where my Uh-oh. true Zelda knowledge is going to shine. The only other place that I've seen this outfit on Link has been in Smash. So this is like my second introduction to it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. There's a...
0: It's funny because I think the only other games where there's a physical, like a three-dimensional Dark Link is Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have it in Twilight Princess, but it's for a cutscene, I believe. Not really. Interactable. We're like, or not. I think interactable is a word, right? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it is enough. It is enough for these purposes. Interactive. Thank you. (laughs) It's interactive enough. It's not that interactive. Uh, Ocarina of Time is interactive enough. I mean, he's a mini boss in one of the dungeons, so don't worry. There's not there's not too many there's not too many Dark Links iterations. The rest of the rest are mainly two um, D. The first one coming in uh, Adventure of Link for the NES. You know, Zelda Two. Ooh, okay.
2: A mm-hmm.
0: little, little fun fact there.
2: Um. So yeah, once you're done here. Um, the lab is up the road from Isakala lab, uh, from Isakala stable, sorry. Um, okay. and this is Robbie's lab, the H tech lab. So once you enter, you meet Robbie, who's the director of the establishment, and you find Ooh. out that his research is centered primarily around guardians and the calamity in general. Uh, you also meet his wife, Jaren, who is creepily a lot younger than he is the age difference is 50 years so take that as you will i know aging I like is, I, weird in this game. is weird mm-hmm. i feel yes. like jaren
0: has to be 50 or 65 then
2: but they even acknowledge it they it's not yeah they're like we even, know it's weird we know <laughs> it's weird
0: haha <laughs> <laughs> but it's like wait what but, like, but, but no but i mean like if there's Did a you? 50 a 50 year time difference and well, we can infer, like Age of Calamity. We can see, like you know, we can't take everything for Age of Calamity. We can see that Robbie was like, well, in his twenties, thirties, and there's a fifty-year time difference. She, she had to have been born after the calamity. Like in Robbie has to be. The Robbie's probably
3: fields. Robbie's probably
0: like a hundred twenty, ish. I'm dude. thinking, right? Yeah. If he's in, yeah, he has to be. If he's in his twenties. And links to sleep for hundred years. He has to be at least one hundred twenty. That's nuts. And so, if there's a fifty-year difference, I can't do math. What is that, Dylan?
1: Seventy.
0: He's. That's still She's that's still okay. Like yeah. I mean, I know seventies like <laughs> <for> our <laughs> lifespan is old, but for like
3: humans for humans, that's like a. Like you know, uh, that's a thirty-five year old dating no, a sixty-year-old. You know, <laughs> like
0: it's still for humans. That's like a nineteen-year-old dating a sixteen-year-old. But I, but also I guess, um, Sheikah, though they are human, they their race lives a lot longer. You know, I mean, all, yeah. I guess uh, Pura may be the exception because you know she she reduces her age, so she's not like. But she she still lived she still got to that age. But
3: going to be really old. <laughs> I mean, well, she she she
0: de-aged herself. She's going to be really old while still being really young. But at least you know, Impa and Robbie are very old. Yeah, they've lived long lives for sure. I wonder if they're triplets. Huh. I get. I get. Hold on. They're all related.
2: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: I get like Pura and Robbie being like twins
2: mm-hmm. vibes,
0: but they're older than Impa, and Impa's like the youngest. Because mm. Mm. you know, I always get like the youngest is like always the one. I don't know. I was like the ho- the one that's like close to home, and Impa is like the leader of uh, Kakriko Village. Right. I don't know. It's, it's a theory. It's- that's my headcanon. A game theory? No, I, I hate game
3: theory. <laughs> God, no, don't get us don't, canceled. We just started. Don't, don't get us canceled. Please don't
0: ever. Ugh. <laughs> okay, I don't hate him. Let me just clarify. I don't hate him as a person. I just don't like... I strongly I like dislike his, like his, his content. Is. Yeah. Which is fair. That's fair. No, that's it's right. a fair assessment. Sorry to interrupt you, Ange, with my personal gripes.
2: No, you're okay. <laughs> um, and also, you meet Cherry... who's a little robot and is able to give Link certain items upon completing uh, the Robbie's research quest. So similarly to the quest in Hateno, you have to get the blue flame from an ancient furnace and carry it back to Robbie's lab and power the furnace inside of the lab with the blue flame. Uh, but the main difference between this side quest and the one from Hitano is that this path is filled with a bunch of enemies.
0: Oh um, my god! Don't even get me started.
2: Yeah, and the first time I played, I just thought I was going to be able to bob and weave. But <laughs> the the terrain also isn't flat, so and
0: you have that you have that lake thing in between, too. right?
2: So oh. unless yeah. you get rid of all the enemies first. You're going to have some trouble. So unless is, um, unless you're someone, I'm not gonna name drop. Unless you're someone who streams this game and just uses arrows and just shoots <laughs> the blue flame from the little <laughs> lampposts, which was pretty innovative, which I saw. But um, I
0: should have done that,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: this ended up being the most traumatic experience of my first. Ever oh first no! Yeah, this not same. No, Dylan, Dylan, stop, Dylan. <laughs>
3: Me, what do you let, mean?
0: Dylan, let This let almost me, made me
3: quit and go f- go to Dylan, the castle Dylan, too.
0: Dylan, let me finish. Dylan, your horse's name is Sweet Pea, right? Yeah. Aww. I, had, I had a TO4 speed horse named Yurtens.
2: Yurtins. <laughs> and
0: um, Yurtens died. <laughs>
1: Yurtens oh, died here. No.
0: Yurtens <laughs> died <laughs> oh, while geez. I was How? delivering the flame. I, was, there's, I have a Twitter video of it. It's actually one, is one, it one time of
1: moment my for first breath
0: of Wild clips your, memory what's things.
1: What's my god, The
0: horse? I... I was freaking, um, I was in combat with the moblin. Yurtins <laughs> was just sitting there, like in the middle of it. Okay, look, in hindsight, it was, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's bad on my part for not, you know, removing the, the horse from the conflict, but you, you know, you get hot and heated in the moment. And then the moblin hit Yurtins. I hit the moblin. Yurtins reared up and hit the moblin. The moblin hit Yurtins back. I'm still hitting the moblin. The Moblin hits me. I go flying. Yurins hits the Moblin again while the Moblin hits Yurins again. Then I get up. The Moblin hits Yurins again. I hear like a weird like loud whinny horse cry. And then Yurins like falls to the side. And I'm still fighting this Moblin. Then I kill and I turn around. I see Yurins laying down. I'm like, oh, maybe it's like stunned or something, right? Oh, no. And Yurins fucking died. (laughs) This is like, I felt like a child again, like experiencing death for the first time in its form. Because like... (laughs) If you play this game, when you see the NPCs, they get bonked and they yeah. come back.
3: Yeah, they get so bonked I was like, and they're fine.
0: Yeah, so I thought Urins was going to be fine. Yurins was fucking dead. Damn. And then, which started for me, a series of five horses I killed in my first playthrough.
2: Five?
0: There is a Sweet happy ending, Pea, but I—it's not. it doesn't come in this episode. <sighs> <sighs> God, you guys are stressing me out just talking about it.
3: Sweet Pea's still kicking. We, did, we no, didn't bring Sweet it up.
0: Pea. Fuck Sweet Pea. Sweet
3: Pea's still kicking.
0: See, Dylan? Dylan's about to see. Dylan's like, oh, yeah, it's traumatic. I'm like, no, Dylan, you don't understand. We lost <laughs> this, the Gertens here. This, this,
3: this did almost make me quit, though. This... this. It's a good I, toughie.
0: It's a good toughie. It's
3: a good toughie. Then that frigging Guardian at the end of it.
1: Oh, he Oh, my God.
0: I spent a lot of time bury. early in the game. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I spent a lot of time early in the game getting good at parrying, which... So I wouldn't have these problems in the long run.
1: I worked on my pairing with that guardian there. Um, the other ones I kind of avoided, but there I was like, <laughs> I'm not dealing with you here. I'm going to get this freaking light there <laughs> <Dillon> on time. <laughs> so
2: like, oh, how, how would
1: you rate Dillon. your pairing now, Wendy? Um, on a scale of, of what? One. From 1 to 10. 1 to 10, I'd give it a solid 5. <laughs> <Nice>. we're, <laughs> still, we're still working on it, you know? Um,
0: Dylan was like, oh, man fuck this guardian and then wendy was like oh man fuck this guardian but i'm gonna try it anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how most of my um game three I'm as proud of you, like... your,
0: your perseverance is admirable wendy thanks i will say let's talk let's talk a little something about cherry <gasps> wait the, um, can i say
1: something okay robot. when we... it,
0: are you gonna say what i'm about to say
1: oh i don't know because I I um, assumed something before I got introduced. Wait, should
2: I finish first?
1: <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, and finish first, and then I'll say what I gotta say.
2: Okay, so... Yeah, once you light the furnace, um, you get the travel gate, which allows you to fast travel to the lab. Um, Robbie also gives Link three ancient arrows, uh, which comes in handy. They have the ability to completely evaporate enemies once they're hit with them if they're not like super strong because i know it doesn't always do that with guardians um and you're also able to get different items from cherry as long as you have the right materials so you can get i have the list here
0: the guardian set more or less like if you were to give it a theme of series it's like the guardian themed series right
2: so you can get one ancient arrow three ancient arrows five ancient arrows an ancient short sword, an ancient shield, an ancient blade saw, an ancient spear, an ancient bow, and uh, the ancient armor, which is the ancient helm, uh, the ancient greaves, the ancient cuirass. I don't know how to I don't know.
0: The, you could just say chest plate or yeah. body, body thing. Also, if you have um, the four champion amiibos, you can get their respective Divine Beast heads in the style of the Guardian armor as in a different helm. Nice. It is very nice. Okay, now,
2: what were you going to say about Cherry?
0: Well, first thing, since you mentioned the weapons, now I have another thing I want to say, which, you know what, is in the theme of how this game is played. You get, you keep getting distracted. Good, Happy little distractions, right? The, sh- the, the Ancient Shield is so good because if you're bad at parrying, it automatically reflects for you. Mm-hmm. That's a great. Even, borderline, I was, busted. I was gonna say, I was gonna not borderline busted because that's the thing, weapons break, so it can only take about thirty beams. Which, if you're bad, that can be one guardian, or you know, it can be thirty guardians. Also, it's or not cheap. No guardians. Yeah, that's true. You can't just you can't just get it.
2: You need a thousand rupees, ten ancient gears, fifteen ancient springs, and one giant ancient core.
0: Which were. At least where we're at in our little narrative version of the game that's like we have you don't we won't have it we won't right. have it going there. you will have to kill a lot of guardians at this point
3: mm. so
0: I think I think it's pretty balanced for its accessibility and its output and, and and the breaking helps helps make it balanced but it's definitely a good um if you're not if you're not feeling like you know getting yourself ready to parry or if you just don't feel confident yet parrying but now let's get to the the gossip of cherry. Oh no. So so let me tell you a little something. Rob Robbie and Jaren have a son. He's like a early twenties named Grante. He's a little Sheikah boy. He also likes to do his research. I think he does it on like uh ancient Hylian weapons or something. He's a little bit of a historian. Kinda so kinda of, kind of like an archaeologist, right, Dylan? He studies ancient weapons, but I, I guess hundred yeah. years. Hundred years that, is eh.
3: that's still it's still archaeology. I don't know. He counts.
0: For this, for this society, it definitely counts because there's no, there's no universities anymore. Yeah. There's not. <laughs> yeah, you count. can do. You can call yourself whatever you want, and it it, it will go. Like the like that doctor from the we'll last him. the other episode. Remember?
3: Wait, anyway,
0: you remember an episode, and we were doing the Hateno Kakariga village. There's that uh, that guy that lives in the hut near Hort, Fort Fort for Hateno, and if oh. you call him doctor, he like then he tells you what he's working on yeah and we were like where would he go to school <laughs> where
3: would he go to school who
0: is this man anyway so you know what i what i'm getting at you know robbie and jaren they have a they have a good marriage right they have um they have a kid he's in his 20s now cherry this machine cherry was named after robbie's first love and it was actually programmed to speak almost near perfectly and uh and I think it sound. I don't remember if it sounded like cherry, but it it spoke like normally. You know, like now when you, I think Jaren was very uncomfortable with it, and she asked it to be like toned down. So now it's more robotic. But guys, what do you think? Is this a is this a relationship red flag?
2: So first of all, oh, okay, oh, I just there's I just, already a red flag. I just oh, want to say the age
0: difference. The age
2: difference there. Between well, I,
0: mean, I'm, I just just in this just talking about Cherry the age difference we already discussed this
2: no but this is the this is the second age difference this is the oh, second one true. because Robbie and his first love I read this in the notes somewhere she was ten and he was twenty
1: what what
2: oh okay so I don't know I don't know how you, don't know where where was I'll find where it was for you this. I'll find it for you
1: okay because like when Robbie was introducing Cherry before uh jaren i believe i was like oh my gosh like this is is robbie's wife like cherry like this bot like this robot right here before we got introduced oh. to jaren okay so my first thing was like okay they're pro- like this weirdo is probably like you know with this robot but no no it's not like I that's like oh it. my wife jaren i was like oh so who is cherry <laughs> that sounds like so huh okay but i didn't know that little detail that Ange just said. so mentioned. are we taking
2: zeldadungeon.net as like as a reliable resource. I, well, well, are they quoting something or what? What does it say? It says the namesake of Cherry is a young Sheikah girl of the of similar name with whom Robbie grew affectionate for a hundred years. At the time, she was ten, but Robbie himself was no older than twenty. This age gap <laughs> isn't as large as in his marriage,
3: <laughs> which just call him Humboldt. Just call. <laughs>
2: I'm on
0: ZeldaFandom.com <laughs> and I'm not seeing anything about
3: 10. Okay. Allegedly
0: 10 Allegedly.
3: Allegedly 10 years old. The fact that it's believable is already a problem. Right.
2: Enough. I this think is true. I think that's. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it
0: always happens in these fucking fantasy games. Like, I love this game to that. It's my favorite game all time. Fucking but- fantasy more or less more or less here's a quote here's a quote from robbie he says cherry that is the ancient oven is a machine i made to create ancient soldier gear isn't she adorable yes Hmm. my first love she shares the name of my first love you see my wife isn't as crazy about her as i am yes when i call her cherry my wife gets angry and throws things that's why i call her the ancient (laughs) oven now
2: even the uh, so ancient course- oven sounds like weirdly charged. I'm just going to say. Oh,
3: if you're calling Wait, it what? your first love and then you start calling it the ancient oven. Oh my God. That's that's getting into we're going to mute Dylan territory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: you're, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah. That,
0: I will have to do more research into this 10 years old thing. But also another thing that... The ZeldaFandom.com is telling me is that Robbie was ninety years old. Don't
3: say when, it like when, that. When
0: when when Jaren, who studied under Pura, was sent to Robbie's lab to assist to assist him, then they had like a more or less a teacher student thing going on. So oh, he was ninety oh, and she no. was forty. So if, if we assume that she's like what, if he's in oh. his one hundred twenties now, so thirty years ago, and she what, what do you say she was sixty five? Yeah, she was 40, 90. Damn, bro, that's fucked. Damn. Jaron, get some, get help. I don't know what organization. I don't know. What, I don't know what organi- organization. I don't know what union you can appeal to. Literally, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh man, what
3: sort of resources are available for you? It's always, it's always the goddamn fantasy games.
0: <laughs> even they can't. Even they can, even they the can ancient
3: uh, oven. Oh. <laughs> I I wanna say Christ.
0: I get what you're saying, but it also feels like a just a little wee bit of a stretch.
3: It might be. But I the don't... fact that you can understand what what's being said <laughs> already points to there's something wrong here.
2: And there's honestly, a couple of screws
3: like... loose. Honestly, we were <laughs> God, I'm lost for know. words. Fuck, this is like He's now, I have, now.
0: Now I have to like go back and read now to find I have this to go ten, plan and this, this ten this ten years thing. Yeah, die that's something I actually have to research.
3: I have to go research whether one of these fantasy characters <laughs> is a pedophile. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Uh, anyway, Robbie's also another red flag with Robbie. He doesn't believe your link right away. And he asked to see your scars. So Link has to get mm. naked.
3: Oh my God. I forgot oh, yeah. about that. Oh my God. Because
0: Robbie was there with Pura when they put you into the Shrine of Resurrection.
3: Damn, that went right over my head.
0: Also, this is also another person who who knew Link before. So another key to his past. Uh, coincidentally enough, you know, there is no memory associated with Robbie, which they could have. They should have. I'm not saying there should have been, but they could have been. You know, this is another key figure of his past. At least maybe one collective memory of uh, you know, with Pura and Robbie. Obviously, you know, speaking outside of Breath of Wild with Age of Calamity, that is remedied because we see Pura and Robbie in Age of Calamity, but just in the world but just the game of Breath of Wild itself. It would have been nice to have that included. Um Robbie's memoirs are really interesting for, you know, the lore building. So it was it was Pura and Robbie that had taken him to the Shrine of the Resurrection then they they went um they went back to kakariko and this is i thought this was pretty cool they decided because you know zelda told them like tell link my message when he wakes up you know which was just free the four divine beasts they could have told anyone but um they didn't want to risk staying together so they all decided that we need to spread out over hyrule so they can't get us all at once Mm -hmm. i thought thought that was pretty cool um so, so they, the thing was, they found a lot of energy in Hateno and like, so the Necluda region and Akala, just as they had, like when they had their, you know, the Hyrule Castle tech lab. And they, this is literally how Robbie and Pura decided who to go where. They played rock, paper, scissors. This is a quote from Robbie's memoir, a quote from the game. They decided <laughs> to play rock, paper, scissors. uh
2: sibling antics what can you say
0: that yeah, that's that's yeah. all it is that's all that's all it is huh uh, well Pff, what a character this guy is huh i <laughs> yeah. oh, spent 10 that's minutes talking
3: about robbie and his god i, his, I hate his i
0: antics. hate that for, i hate that for me i hate that for everyone listening
3: yeah <laughs>
0: i'm sorry I, i'm i am personal personally apologizing on behalf of neighbor's wisdom on behalf of me personally i'm having nintendo this is
2: don't apologize on Nintendo's Nintendo. video. <laughs> right. Fuck. Yeah,
1: anyway,
0: don't,
2: don't apologize who wrote for Nintendo. getting into Garudo yet. I'm just uh, gonna cry. Oh, oh god. god.
0: <laughs> um anyway, you have the Low Lab <laughs> La- the Low Labyrinth. That's actually a fun part of Akala. <laughs> Doing it's
3: it a, right now. There's there's three big
0: speak. there's there's three big labyrinths in um there's three big labyrinths, right? And they each house a piece of what's called the Barbarian Armor, which when you have the set together, it gives you an attack boost. Um,
2: Very useful.
0: I think it's related to the Zonai, uh, which is a lost race in which you can find the ruins in um, the Phaeron region, uh, which also claimed to be the that the, the 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 hero or the link from the 10,000 years ago tapestry is um is of the zonai tribe. It's a uh, very hard to find um about you have to do a lot of digging and reading. So it's believed that this this armor is remnant uh, remnants of that from the 10,000 years ago. It's really cool, especially if you don't have a, you know, I think it's a DLC, there's a phantom armor that'll give you attack boost and then you have the the Majora's Mask Link Amiibo, which will give you the Fierce 80 armor, which gives you the same attack boost. But if you don't have that and you just have the vanilla game, this is a good way to get some attack boosting armor, which will give you when fully upgraded, a full defense of 60. So anyway, um, that's it for Akala. If people want to always revisit, you again, you can always send us an email, shoot us a question on Twitter or something. But now let's move on to, more importantly, Goron City. So mm-hmm. what I did was I went all the way there. Then I went all the way back. <laughs> to that same intersection <laughs> at tourney trail then i went the yep, left side much. the moa shrine and the foothill stable Foothill stable is really cool because you meet um to ask important people, this guy named Myro, who in the stable is looking at a painting, and the painting is of is of this region, and you can see a shrine to the left of the painting. So then it becomes a shrine quest. But it's, you're like, fuck, you, you know, if you're not an art, if you're not a good artist, you're not good with perspective or direction. You're gonna be like, oh my god. So I know it's here, but I don't know exactly where it is. And you are spend your time looking around for the Tamul shrine. So uh, the nickname is like passing the flame. There, I remember them both being really fun shrines. Then I went ahead to the Maw of Death Mountain to the, um, to the, oh wait, I forgot to mention before you go, um, you can't bring your horse with you anymore. Um, there's a, there's a lady outside, like the the stable attendant, who's usually a woman The just, you can remember that NPC. She, her name is Gail. She'll say that, oh, Hey, if you're headed to Grand City, um, you'll probably need these fire elixirs and something along the lines. Like, oh, they hate when tourists go and <laughs> they are not prepared. Which, which I mean, wouldn't they just burn up and die? But I guess, I guess if I was living in a town that hot, and I would have to see, you know, I would have to see that every day or every so often, I would be pretty annoyed too at the tourists. Anyway, she sells them to use. I think three for about one fifty. Pretty good deal. So I don't, I, I, didn't think you were getting ripped off. There's a handful of korok seeds just within that region of the mob death mountain, and then when you pass, like a little bit north of the the maw when you pass this little rock arch there's two ways you can go about it the set out path for you which i believe has two guardians along the way which i didn't learn about till a long time later or you can go up this like rock this hill which i thought was the intended path directly to Elden tower So, so that's what i did and it's not it's definitely not I mean two guardians versus what I guess. I guess it is the easier path, but in the moment you have like all these fire keys following you and you're just trying to climb, so it's very annoying. And you have the fire choo-choos that just come from the earth, then for some reason boulders start falling. And you just they, they did you're a good job
2: them. with the keys in this region. Like I don't yeah, think any other in any other region they're more persistent than they are in this region. At least that's just Not... what it felt like to me.
0: Not persistent, but the definitely more annoying is the electric ones, just because of the nature of what the electric element does. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not more annoying, but as their design, it's more annoying. And then when you get to like the top of the hill, or at least where it flattens out, there's a there's a Bocoblin camp with I think like two bokoblins. and they're um. I think the black level Bocoblin, so. Second second hardest difficulty in the vanilla in the, you know, regular normal mode, Breath of the Wild. So like you're already beaten up, bruised, and you're like, oh my God. But then once you do that, you can get Elden Tower and you get the sweet, you know, the sweet Sheikah juice that drips onto your iPad, the, game, the Wii U game pad. <laughs> and then boom, you get the whole map again. And then from there, I saw the rest of the normal path. So I just jumped and parachuted. But then I heard, you know, the shika sensor went off. Then I went to the Kwa Rame shrine, which is the, you know, the one in the little lake in the little, the little lava lake. Mm-hmm. Then I teleport. I had to teleport back to the tower to fly again because there's no way I was going to get out.
2: Yeah, I did so much teleporting um, mm-hmm. once I got Olden Tower because it's just useful.
0: Yeah, and some people who do they like to play the game like, um, no fast travel, which is a fun way. Like, shout out to you for the patience to have for this because it's not difficult it's just more convenient and then along the main path if you hit by like you know the, the the pools of water you can go on top but if you're following the path underneath you will find i think your first igneo talus which yeah. is a talus um a talus uh that's just lava or like what's it not lava what's the other word i'm looking for magma Mountain. right magma. Oh magma is rock right lava is the liquid magma is the rock right yeah so mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 made of magma so if you stand on it you will take you'll sustain fire damage but if you hit it with the ice elemental it will like crumble up and, like fall over and that's your ticket where you won't take damage in your ticket to hit it as well um, hold on it's really nice what
2: never mind i'm diverging into something completely different i don't (laughs) want (laughs) to not not yet it's not about zelda so i probably shouldn't mention it
0: oh now i kind of want to know just because
2: you said lava is the liquid and magma is the rock right
0: right is it the other way
2: no because like (laughs) in legend of korra why is Bolin lava bending and not magma bending
0: isn't it still wouldn't it still be earth then?
2: But Just isn't like, lava the liquid base?
0: Because they don't care. But lava lava's not water, right? Lava's not H2O. They don't they don't care, it's cool. <laughs> okay. That's that's the reason. They don't care, it's cool. <laughs> but water bending is H2O, right? If we let's 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 put some No 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 I'm not saying it. Oh my I'm god, not no we that, can't. <laughs> I'm not can't. saying
2: that lava is water, but I'm saying if Bolin is an earth bender who has the ability to do, like, this hybrid bending between fire bending and earth bending, then shouldn't it be magma bending and not lava bending?
3: No, because magma magma bending sounds stupid.
2: Okay, uh, I know it sounds dumb, but, like, in terms of the actual terminology.
3: But
0: then the magma, like, lava is still earth, it's just liquid earth.
3: Yeah, it's just liquid earth. Okay. Yeah, honestly.
0: When it hardens, when he when he hardens it, it becomes the magma. But in the process of bending it as lava, it's just liquid earth. Okay. So still earth bending. Oh my god! <laughs> it just happens to be really hot, right? He didn't make the fire. He just happened to get earth that was really hot. Anyway, no, he, Inyo... he
3: lit it on fire. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> no, okay,
0: no. Yeah, Inyo we'll talents.
2: do this. Yeah. <laughs>
3: We'll do this on the Lizard of Korops.
2: Maybe a bonus
3: episode <laughs> one day. If you guys if
2: you guys bolin ask episode. for a bonus episode. Bolin, just a bolin and Pabu episode. Oh
0: god. Anyway, igneo talis. Igneo means you know fire, right? Yep. Igneous means fire. I don't know what the Igne, the E is. Is
3: uh, that some is that a Line word? Igneous? It it, it's a it's a stone. It, there word. Some... Igneous is a stone. Uh it's a type of stone.
0: So there's just a shortened. Oh, but it's saying it's saying uh. Igneus, um, is an adjective just meaning fiery. So I guess you could say it's a Latin, Ig- igneo. Um, sure. Let's just say it's um. What do we say? Is there, is there an ablative, descript, ablative of a description? No.
3: Okay, now we're getting into Latin Cram. This is all over the place.
0: It's part of the charm. It's how we add our personality, we're talk, baby Goro. We're
3: talking about Legend of Korra. We're baby talking girl, about okay. Latin Dude, Cram, you please please love Korra. I know, oh, like, but it's funny. Please I'm not complaining. complaining. It's funny.
0: And if the lips, listeners complain, we can fix it for the next episode. <laughs> you fight the Igneal talus. Your hands are hot and sweaty get past the little bridge you know you have to climb up the little rock wall like those like those runs families some families like to do on like holidays that are just not fun like in the mud and you have to climb a wall and you're like flailing against it that's 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 more or less what you had to do and then you make it to the other side you see some gorons bashing on the rocks this is the southern mine you see some big boy gorons slamming on the jamming and then you see a guy with a with the metal bucket on his head. Kind of hunched over looking around. Uh, what's his name? I feel like I wrote his name down. Let me check my notice. His name is Kim? Kimo? Kimmy? I forget. Kim something. Maybe it might just be Kim.
2: Kim Possible bonus episode?
1: Oh my god. I'm going I'm to kick you <laughs> out. Oh, <come>
0: <laughs> he wants 10 fireproof lizards and he will give you his chest plate. Which is a like a fireproof armor. Which there's no reason for you not to get it, and it's pretty easy to get. You just gotta—they're all in the area. You just gotta crouch and walk around. You know, you can't startle them. It's 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 by no—it's probably one of the easiest side quests in the game. I think even finding the the crickets for the for the 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 in the innkeeper in a Hateno is harder than finding the lizards for this because they're just everywhere in the southern mine. Then, you know, we briefly mentioned Terrytown in Akala. So if you if you have already the first task, you'll have in actual Terrytown, like there, you know, not after the whole the Highland homeowner side quest. You, he will ask to give you to for you to give him thirty wood. Which, by the way, isn't isn't he technically breaking the Bolson code? Because his name is not Linkson. It's not son, It's just Link. I guess he's work. He's chair, He's not like working for him. He's just helping yeah because you know then bolson will be in some legal trouble but anyway enough <laughs> enough digressions <laughs> you will meet um pelison who's this little goron and you're like oh hey your name is pelison son how convenient then he tells you to go talk to his big brother and grayson is this like you know larger than life goron who's just sick and tired of like hitting a bunch of rocks and he just wants something more in life he wants a greater purpose and you're like wow that's really convenient because you're not going to believe it there's this guy who's building a town from the ground up and he could really use some goron goron uh firepower like yours some,
3: and some in that moment and
0: in that moment it's, it's 11 p.m because you know you can only he's when he's done working at night he gets up and says pelison come on we're leaving. Then you hear the cute little, you know, Terrytown jingle play, and they just they just leave. They just he doesn't tell his boss, he doesn't tell Bluto nothing. The the big boss, Goron boss, he just gets up no and leaves. Two
3: weeks, no nothing. No, yeah, no two weeks. Just dips.
0: Ah, that's He's how out. I wish. That's how I wish we could be. So after that touching moment, you have tears in your eyes, and you keep progressing. And there's like a lasolfos or just a moblin enemy camp, <laughs> really close to the entrance of the town. But you can just ignore it. You can go there. You can do some stuff. Whatever. It's not too important. And then once you get past that, all of a sudden, it cut it does it does the, the little cutscene where you see like the, the divine beast. In Varudenia s- fucking smacks the mountain. Like it's like just like you're smacking someone on the back. And it just shoots magma bombs. And they just start falling from the sky. And Link has like two little pillars of cover that he can run on underneath. But they're so annoying. And I think they do like four or five hearts of damage. through it's, it's awful. Oh, in spoiler warning. So if you're listening after I said that, you've been warned. In Age of Calamity, you can use the Divine Beast, right? And it's really cool that they, they actually made that a move that Varudania can do. You guys listen to me? You're all muted. Hello?
3: It's, it's yeah, It, it is... I, I barely watched your your Age of Calamity stream just because I had Whoa. so much work going on that week, and I'm upset that I didn't. Cause it's I cool because
0: you aim where you want to throw the magma bombs, and then what what Varudania will do will just slam its tail on the on the ground, and it'll just burst forth. So it's pretty cool. I like how they incorporated that. That's but cool. it's also not it's also not fun being on the other side. But it's cool how they how they did something with that. What
2: does um mm-hmm. What does Varuta let you do?
0: Um, you shoot, like, every everyone has, like, a basic attack where you can shoot something, like a laser, or to that extent. Okay. But that one special move. It has, like, a like homing missiles where you just, like, cover an area, then it labels all the targets, and it shoots, like, icicle missiles. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. All right, so that is the end of the spoiler warning. We are now... You can unplug your ears. So, anyway, you make it to... <laughs> you make it to the entrance of... Uh, Of uh, Goron City and this is like one of my favorite this is this is up there for one of the best dialogue interactions in the game you meet a Goron named Crane and he's the guard here and he's like oh hey well looky here and he goes welcome Master Link and Link is like wait what do you mean Master Link how'd you know (laughs) and he's and then then, um, Crane is like what do you mean how'd I know then he's like just totally brushes that off he's like I'm more impressed that you made it here without injury (laughs) and he's like you know there's not there hasn't been there hasn't been many visitors since Dini started acting up again and started launching the magma bombs. And then he says, and you know, I just get so bored that, that I just start greeting everyone, pretending like they're the long-lost Alien long lost champion, <laughs> Master League. <laughs> so Crane, Crane had the same logic that like people who play the lottery do. Where they're like, you know, if I just keep doing it every day, you're going to get one it, day. One it'll day. work. And that was the one day. Today's the day.
3: This is the one. <laughs>
0: And, you know, Crane's not a Sheikah. He's not in Zelda's inner circle. There's no way for him to know that, like, Link is alive again. Like, he he can't look at the t- – see the towers bursting from the ground and be like, oh, the Highland Champion's alive. Like, he doesn't have that information. This is just something <laughs> that came from, like, his imagination. He's just having fun with. So it's also – it's really funny. Then he tells you to go talk to the boss. So you walk in Goron City. He has kind of, like, uh, some, some, uh, some plucky music. He has a – has a nice Goron sound to it. You have the armor shop, the inn. Oh, the armor shop! You can get the rest of the Flame Breaker set. I think the helm or the helmet was like two thousand rupees, which I did not. It's have. two thousand. Yeah. yeah, I, I still have don't have expensive.
1: it. Me so, neither. Before- I mean,
0: I got it. I got it for the full set for the sake of one hundred percent. Yeah, for the sake of because I want hundred percent the game and I had to fully upgrade it. But and I don't even like how it looks. But not what were you we so saying to him?
3: Before before we get too far into Goron City, uh that last like maybe fifteen minutes of description of the journey to Goron City was was really nice. Uh it is not at all what my experience was. <laughs> oh no. Um oh, my and God. for this I want to shout out uh terminal montage.
1: Oh no. <laughs> no, <laughs> who, uh, no!
3: Who used my method to get to Goron City, which is oh. uh You cook enough food for an army, (laughs) and just kind of go for it.
2: (laughs) Did you just not know about the elixirs, or you just didn't want to use them?
3: I I had two when I did this. So I
2: I wait. I remember
0: this. You you only had two, and you didn't know how to make more. So you just I had the two, and I didn't know how to make more. So I I just said, you know what,
3: I'm just gonna go. Go get a bunch of mighty bananas <laughs> and just go for this, oh, and I man. did, and it worked. I ran, I ran into the, uh, I ran into the the armor shop, and the Gorons is like, "Yo, what are you doing? You're gonna die!" And I'm just like completely stuffed, like passing out from the tryptophan, just like stumbling into this man's store on fire. <laughs> and that was my intro to Goron City, and that's, that's how, why that... it's one of my least favorite areas in the game. <laughs> but it's also got great memories. That's how you know this
0: Link is the strongest iteration of Link. This man ate like 300 bananas third with third the with the peels, bananas with the peels on. Probably because he didn't have time to unpeel them. He's on a fire. God, what a monster! That is.
3: That is awful, Dylan. He once he once ran through an entire volcano wearing nothing but banana peels.
2: He just shoved the whole cluster of bananas into the his mouth. Cluster.
3: Christ, I believe I'm it. So I'm so hungry this... I could eat a whole zadango or whatever. And that's the funny. Fuck that's... the CDI line is. That's the and it's funny
0: because that's the characterization of this Link. Like the fact that like I could believe it. Like I can picture it. That goes to tell you what kind of guy this this version of Link is
2: this
3: man's
0: a freaking animal he's he's a a mukbang champion (laughs) he's a a cool guy
2: (laughs) a speed eating champion
0: he would be he's a monster anyway so you go meet bluto and he's this big old goron with a big old beard which i don't get how rocks have facial hair but this has been this is not the first time that gorons have facial hair it's just something i still haven't come to terms with I guess maybe, you know, like something that should boss. be wrong, but is, but it's also, it's also, it's also fantasy game. And I get, this is a podcast where we like, you know, we go all in, but you know, something you got to pick and choose your battles. I'm not, <laughs> this is not, I'm not dying convenient. on
3: Gore on facial hair hill. <laughs> yeah. This, this,
0: is not, this is not, this is not where I pull my hair out. This, <laughs> it, I, I won't, I I won't allow it to be this episode. I just can't for like, for like my mental health.
3: That anyway, one talk- really got me. I'm sorry, go
0: <laughs> D- Dylan, please. <laughs> so you talk you talk to Bluto, and he's this old Goron, and he's like he's like is acting up again. And then you and then you see it like screech in the background, just like running around this doing circles on this the side of a volcano. And then he tells you, he's like, I would have taken care of it. <laughs> Dylan <laughs> He's like, I would have taken care of myself, but I have this severe back pain, which, like, because he's old, I want to believe, but also that's, like, an excuse I would use to get out of doing just about I got anything. lumbago.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. It's a serious condition. Then he tells you about Yonobo, who's this young, this young plucky, you know, kind of on the scrawny Goron. which, by the way, Yonobo is was, was jacked. He has a six-pack, and uh, and Bluto's like this, this scrawny little guy. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's talking about. And he's like, "You need to go find Unovo." He went to go get painkillers at the abandoned North Mine because uh, they had to stop working because um, Daniel, is not allowing them to work. It's just too restless. It's causing quite the ruckus. So depending on how you are, you know, Link, Link's like, "I've heard enough of your voice, old man." And he head, he heads on over to the North Mine and on the way there, you'll probably run into the, the Shaimosa shrine. That's like how every, um, settlement. Yeah. Yeah. Every settlement has their own shrine, which is interesting in the overall context of what the shrines purposes are. In that
2: being like little landmarks for the important. Well, well,
0: it's not the landmark more. So like, it's interesting that it is placed here where the Shika from ten thousand years ago, or like the the modus operandi of ten thousand years ago, is that not only has the need, the hero needs to have a certain or should have a certain level of skill, but they want him to have like truly a certain certain understanding of the diversity of Hyrule, because there's a shrine in Lowerland Village, Hateno, Kakariko, um, Goron City, Korok Forest, uh, Rito Village, and Gerudo Town. Mm-hmm. which covers more or less the the main the main people's living in in Hyrule. So it it's very cool to see that they wanted the hero to be, you know, or at least designed for the, for the hero to be well rounded in um you know, culturally in addition to his training because it's, it's you know It's the, it's your he's classic the hero.
3: story of he's got to know what he's fighting for. Yeah, he's,
0: he's this is all the people's of Hyrule. It's not just it's not just the people in Hyrule Castle and Castletown, these are all Hylia's people. These are all Hylia's people. These are all the people in the Kingdom of Hyrule. So it's, it's very nice to have that, or to at least you know look into that, and, uh, and and take take that away from it. Anyway, so then you go to the North Mine, and this is where like I guess starts the beginning of like the the Divine Beast quest because I know how and um. Sorrow's domain, you just had to go fight the Lionel and get the shock arrows. This is kind this is that. This is that the pre the pre pre divine beast quest. And what is, um, there's a go around there and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? Don't touch the boss's cannon, which is the you know, any video games where they're telling you this is what you're gonna use to progress for the next part.
3: Which is any and video it's game's of puzzles, way of telling you touch the cannon.
0: Literally. And you 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 use these cannons and you put like the Sheikah bombs and then to un- unlock your path to get to Yonobo, which is in like, I forget, is it? I think, I think I don't know if it's like a, a hideout or like a storehouse at the end of all these rocks at the abandoned North Mine. And Yonobo's stuck in there because once you progress forward, you see that rocks have fallen in front of it. So the last thing you do before you free Yonobo will be like, you go through all the cannons, you progress and you jump along. Then you have to shoot a cannon to clear the the door of it. Then you meet Unobo and you see this, he looks young. He looks about, I don't know why. He's always looked really young to me. Like I know Gorons are big and stuff and they kind of don't, they're like, they don't have age. They don't have gender. They don't really have any identifiers, I guess that we would have, but he always felt like 15 years old to me. Like he always felt like very young
1: that's interesting because i also felt like um you know was really young too
0: yeah he has the little like the little blush cheeks he has a super baby face
1: it's also like the way a, like you know face yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah well,
1: and also the way that him. you
2: have to um, like whistle for him to like follow you and stuff you know oh, like, just, yeah. like you need to guide he him does he does,
0: he does need a lot of guidance and I mean, it just it makes more sense to me. I know some people see him as a young adult, but he seems like way too impressionable, and like he's very scaredy, and he Mm -hmm. can't really stand up for himself. And that's like you know how you have, you know, you you're freeing the past divine beast, but you're developing the relationship with the new champion. Um, and and you know a lot of it, a lot of the Unovo arc, I guess, is you know him building up the courage to stand up for himself. Yeah. And. So, so that all that really made me think he was a lot younger than just a young adult. That he was just to me like I know he's bigger than you, but it just it really feels he's a child, like fifteen or sixteen, or that equivalent in Goron years. Because fifteen and sixteen for a is probably what's still like an infant.
3: So, God, imagine being a a shit baby for that long. <laughs> oh God. Had have stayed in the primordial soup. If I'd known it would be days like this,
0: Dylan, you're not a Zora. You don't need to stay in the primordial soup. <laughs> anyway, on top of that building, there's a Korok seed. Also, your little Sheikah sense should be should be um you know going off by now, and you should see a a crab. And you jump to the crab, and you like paraglide there. And there's a shrine in the bottom, a Korok seed on top and you do the shrine it's the shoraha shrine it's a blue flame shrine that one's kind of annoying that one I have a bit of trouble it's not ah. i say it's annoying but i really enjoyed it it's tedious but i really enjoyed it and it has the mine carts, so you can go so you can you know use stasis or use bombs to propel yourself or if you're very skilled you can make the that's how you make the that's how you make the flying machine in this game you um you put two sh- two mine cards on top of each other, and Link uses Stasis on the bottom one, <laughs> and you could just fly. <laughs> so that you can do that. Um. So once you go there, you go back to Goron City. You meet up with Bluto again. And he's like, "Thanks for the painkillers," and as the reward, you know, for doing all that for him, you get two more Fire Elixirs,
2: <laughs> which you which probably really don't much. even need at this point. <laughs>
0: yeah, at this point, you don't need. You're just like. I'm not sure if that's intention. It's like, you know, like a old person gift thing. Like, thanks. Thanks, old guy. And he tells you, you know, at Elton Bridge, which starts, which more so you helps you progress more to like the divine beast quest. So what you do is you go back on that path similar to, oh, no, no, no. He tells you about, um, sorry, sorry. I was getting too ahead of myself. He tells you about, he gives you the, the fire elixirs, right? then he says something about like not wanting to taint or not. He doesn't want to, um, he doesn't want to like uh, sort of disrespect Daruk's legacy, which by the way, is it, Daruk's legacy isn't Valrudania, it's Yonobo, his actual descendant, which by the way, I don't even know how Goran reproduce or famili- or, or kinships exist. But if you really want to, you know, not, not disrespect Daruk's legacy, Bluto, just just be nice to the poor kid. God, everyone gives him so much shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm for I'm for I'm for Yenobo rights. Let the kid, let the kid live. And then you get the the Link in Daruk, the first Link in Daruk cutscene. And what but what 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 triggers it is Bluto like motions towards something behind Link and you turn around and you see this giant rock wall, which is like a Mount more of Goron's and then link Mount has the cut more. Well, that's the thing. It's not just Daruk. Um, let's see if I can remember them all. Let me tell you the cutscene first. So the cutscene is Lincoln. It's Lincoln, Daruk on Varudenia. Uh, Daruk has already been assigned the champion and he's saying something along the lines of like telling link, like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm finally kind of getting the hang of this. And he's like, we're going to kick Claim again in his butt. You know, I, I swear on my life that we're going to do this. And then he's, he he digresses and he's like, you know, it must be cool being the, the king, the king is appointed. Uh, uh, the, the, the king appointed you as the knight to the princess. And then he starts talking about Zelda. And he's like, you know, she's a, she's a very strong personality. So you just kind of got to be patient with her. And then while they're talking, the ground shakes and boulders fall. And that's when uh, you see Daruk's protection for the first time in action. And it's really cool. It's It almost functions like a straight force field, which I guess is fueled by what I'm assuming would be the user's will, I guess. Uh, like it, it comes from an inner strength. It's a more, I guess, spiritual and mental than it is physical. Cause it it, it doesn't it doesn't it is a physical thing, but it doesn't attach to his body, like it, it surrounds him. So that's that's really cool. And then the cutscene ends, and Link has the you know moment again. And then he base Bluto tells you you know I was waiting at Elden Bridge. But anyway, let's talk about this Mount Rushmore. So you have Daruk up top, and I think you have oh, who's that kid? Oh, I know who that kid is. That I'm pretty sure that kid is Link. In the, <laughs> see, see, do you guys do you guys know what I'm talking about? The the little Goron, the baby Goron underneath um, Daruk. Have you guys seen this? The 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 Goron Rushmore.
3: I, I I only saw the Daruk part of it.
0: So Daruk's at the top, and underneath you have a young looking Goron, and I believe that's Link. And you're like probably like what? But in Ocarina oh. of Time, when young Link helps the Gorons and gets the Gorons' ruby, Darunia, Darunia is so impressed, which is where the name Farudania comes from. Darunia is uh, the Goron leader of Goron City in Ocarina of Time, which is, as we know from the the history of the Zoras from last episode, is thousands of years, you know, t- before the tens 10,000 years ago, tens of thousands of years ago. And as you know, in Ocarina of Time... As per the name, Link travels in time. So, alright, we're back. We're back. Technical difficulties. Anyway, so you're supposed to go meet Unobo at Elden Bridge. Um, what you're supposed to do is follow follow the same path that you were going to the abandoned North Mine, except it loops around on top of Goron City. Did we finish talking about the Goron Rock? Well, I'll I'll briefly mention at the end, but let's just get through the main stuff because we might have another techie. We might have another technical issue. So you Zim past passed on the Stolok Bridge. You pass the Goron Hot Springs and you see this old Goron man. Grap, grap. He's just having the time of his life. You keep walking. There's uh some Octorocks, or ro- I think they're Rock Octorocks. So rock to Rocks. Um there's a one fire lasolfos, I believe. So you know, one swift whiff of your great ice blade and the beast is gone. Then you get to Elden Bridge, quick quick little in-game cutscene. It shows you that Yonobo is using Daruk's protection and he is um being attacked by two two moblins. So Link runs up, finishes the job, and then Yonobo's like, thanks. Then he's like, Alright, let's get this started. But the bridge of Elden has been wound up, so you guys need to shoot something at it. And the Lynx bombs aren't enough, so you know it's like, oh, just just use me as the cannonball. Boss does it all the time. Which is uh you know another another thing when I was referencing this, uh, you know, you noble needs to be treated better. You can't just be using him as the cannonball. Yeah, but that you know, he's a he's a kid. He's a kid, man. god at least he's a rock so hopefully it's not too bad there's also the there's also the dakako shrine but so you shoot you at the bridge of eldon the bridge of eldon falls down then you shoot Yunobo at varudanya who sits on top of um death mountain and then it like hisses or like a robot lizard version of a hiss so just it just screeches at you then it opens up it's like in you know it's a like carrier and a bunch of flying guardians fly out and then what the path is what the this is the you know this is the pre you know this is the attack on Varudania this is this is the part of the game where similar to riding on Sidon's back and shooting the orbs you have to shoot Varudania and avoid or fight through the flying guardians as you climb as you scale up um death mountain and this is the whistling thing Angel's mentioning earlier is, you know follows you, but obviously maybe you want to go ahead further and, you know, not have him get caught because he doesn't run as fast, nor does he have any weapons to defend himself. So you whistle, you guys come up with a way, you guys come up with a way to like, how are we going to communicate to stay and go? And one of the options I think is like tele uh, like telepathy. <laughs> and Link suggests telepathy and, uh, you know, well, you know, He's not the sharpest tool, but he, even he, even he is like, I don't think that's gonna work. So you guys settle on whistling. So you whistle, and he stays. Then you whistle again, and he comes. So you can you can hide him underneath these little like rock formations that provide shade that the flying guardians can't see. As you go forward and maybe hit them with um, your weapons, maybe you shoot arrows, or you can use some of the metal blocks with stasis to smack them on top, and they'll crush. So that's more or less you rinse repeat till you get to a cannon, then you shoot Varudania as it progresses further and further up the mountain, and it's more or less rinse repeat. You do this. I think you maybe do this five or six times. Don't quote me, but it's also it doesn't matter that much. And then you get to the top, you shoot the last one, then you have a cutscene, and it's you and it's well, it's Lincoln Unoble running to the to the top of Death Mountain where Varudania has retreated it's now sitting in the middle at the bottom of the volcano and you know was like we really you know we did it link we really put a hit on this we really put a hit on Varudania now let's finish the job and while you know what's talking link just jumps he just he doesn't parachute yet he just jumps into the volcano to land, to land on top of Varudania and you know what's facing that because he just always really gets me and it's it's a fairly quick like uh pre attack. Most of them are, but this is it. Like we made it. We're in Valrudania. You scan the Sheikah slate, and then you hear and you hear Daruk talking to you. And he's like, Ah, Ling, or like little guy, I knew you'd come back. And then he's like, You know, I never stopped believing in you. And I almost I almost cried, man. Daruk is actually the sweetest guy on the planet. Like I know he's a big Goron. And when you play the champions ballot, you just learn how much of a softy he is. He He won't even, he won't, he's afraid of dogs. Like, Ange, you remember that, right? We just talked about that the other day. Oh? Oh, they cut out. Ange? Dylan? It's all, I'm all alone. I can't hear them. Oh, Dylan, Dylan, you're back. Hello, hello.
1: I have tried for about five times now
0: to um to record the part where we just talk about the divine beast of Arudena. In five times I have been denied. At this point.
3: And on the fifth day, God rested. I, I wish. I
0: wish I could be put down. My setup is so bad. It's just, Everything is just awful. I am sad. I am frustrated. I am upset. But there's no time for that. Um,
3: because we're fighting this big lizard boy.
0: Yeah, because we have to fight this big robot lizard. Yep. Um, The puzzles are pretty good. I like the darkness aspect in the beginning. Um, getting the map was easy and fun i also really like the part where there's a door with an eye op- the sheikah eye opening that you have to shoot the blue flame through that's really cool and i'm not like i don't remember specifically but this i remember this uh divine beast does make good use of its physicality and like the the rotation of it to access to, uh, to access all the terminals to unlock them and you know you'll probably do that there's i i feel like for me personally, there's not much to talk about like the mechanics of the puzzles, other than they're fun. So once you do that, it'll take you maybe about thirty minutes max, because you know you're looking around, you're taking your time, you're getting tre, you're taking like the treasure chests, and then once you get all five, you go to the center console and you lay your Sheikah slate, which gets to a cutscene and you see Malice uh, propel itself so forward from this titan from this robotic Shika titan and you see this red-haired malice Shika fusion amalgamation monster wielding a giant almost like Shika guardian axe and then you hear this it screeches and the, the boss music begins and you get the title Fireblight blight ganon and my favorite thing of just video games do in general is subtitles the scourge of divine beast of Arudania. And I think it's a three-phase fight or a two-phase fight where the first thing you do, you just fight it normally. Its Guardian Axe is blue. Then once you whittle it down to about half health, it will coat its um, axe in fire. And it, it gives itself um, a foe, a fake, the, the Rook's protection made of fire as well. And I know some people interpret this as... Um, some people interpret this as the the blights have possessed the dead bodies of of the The champions of the champion yeah thank you Wendy of the champions but it doesn't really just seem to fit to me it just makes more sense that just in most narratives when there is opposition to any like big opposition it is usually a foil in that you know it's fighting fire and fire right like Oh no! You have to fight like a version of yourself, but like a faux version, like a Ganon version of yourself. Like Ganon, Ganon is sending this monster to best you at your own game, not just to best you. It's an insult to injury. It doesn't really. There's nothing. There's no indication to me that there would be an absorption of the bodies of the champions because. Also the Daruk's protection that the blight creates is not a real Daruk's protection. It is just made of fire, like a it creates an intense wall of fire to mimic it. You know, it's all mimicry. It's like parallelism. It's it's good um it's good. What's the word I'm looking for? Sort of antithesis. Yeah, it's good antithesis, but I wouldn't say at least for me cuz you know Make as much theories as you want. You can believe what you want. You can listen to this, but at the end of the day, your head can is what to believe in. Even even don't even listen to the Nintendo timeline. Just make your own stuff and up. Especially don't listen to Matt Pat. <laughs> yeah, especially don't listen to Matt Pat. So I really had trouble in the second part because it was only my second Divine Beast. And the part where it creates this uh Um like Daruk's protection and it's coated in fire. It's invincible. And you can't fight it. And it took me a while of wasting a lot of weapons before real, before just like haphazardly trying my bombs. Because when I first played through this game, I didn't use my runes as much as I should have. And then when I threw the bomb and I saw it fly in and sucked, I'm like, oh, this is it. And then I just pummeled him like that. Because so I had my flurry rushes. And after that, after you break break his uh, fire armor, it just becomes so easy. And I think you should finish the fight in under seven minutes. It's pretty good.
1: I didn't do that. Um, no. I asked Ange. I was like, how did you like defeat it? Um, I Same thing. I kept using my arrows. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Maybe I'll use my ice arrows. Maybe something will happen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing happened, right? You just <laughs> yeah. end up wasting your weapons away. Um, I ended up parrying the, the fireballs back at yeah. it and okay. i defeated the battle yeah and like the battle went down like two three minutes and i was like holy shit like i can't believe i did that <laughs> i was like damn i suck at pairing but like here yeah i'm a beast at it <laughs> um so once it like knocked down on the ground that's when i was able to use um i used mifa's um trident to like end it <laughs> just you know nice. so that's when i was um i was really like happy after that one i don't know why because like i didn't die in this one i felt it was like a lot mm. easier I was like, interesting. Like, this was the easiest one, probably the one I had the most fun because I understood it from the first Divine Beast, from the first. Okay. So So that was my experience.
0: Maybe not easy, but because you understood it and made it, I think that's how this game works. Mm. Uh, The enemies are only as strong as your ability and intelligence to learn and adapt is.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So then you defeat it. It leaves you can go and pick up your heart container and then you you go to the terminal it's like are you sure you want to close out because once you leave you can't re-enter and you do and then it cuts to um the spirited form of daruk who's standing with his arms like in a t-pose and for what should be an emotional cutscene, it kind of made me giggle kind of, <laughs> kind of took some of the gravity out of it but uh He talks to you and he says how, like, he got the best of me 100 years ago, but he's been waiting, you know, we've been waiting 100 years to get this plan in. And you're going to go to Hyrule Castle and you're going to click kick Calamity Ganon's butt and we're going to be there to back you up. And then he says, now that he's a spirit, that he can no longer use what he's about to give you. And then he gives you Daruk's protection. And he says it's a special power, which, like... Unovo has, and it's called Daruk's protection. So I guess it begins with Daruk. This practice, I don't know what it is, and I don't know how it's hereditary. But it's cool as shit. In fact, I think it's so busted that I don't. I have it turned off. Like this is the one. This is the one. Uh, the one orb I just always, or one uh, guardian ability that I not guardian champion ability that I always have turned off because it's just too good. It blocks all and all attacks and in, in any size lightning if uh, if a uh, Bokoblin didn't have a weapon and threw a threw a rock at you it would it would parry it and then it dissipates and you only have three it is very busted it's very good and it has a cooldown so you potentially have this you have this infinitely
2: yeah and plus once once you do the champions ballad and the cooldowns decrease it's just
0: even, even always better. there even more readily available. And, and that's that's it for the Divine Beast part. But I think, uh, um, Dylan, you were going to talk about just qu- quickly like some of the side quests, right?
3: Yeah. The side quests that I was doing during this podcast. That makes me feel bad.
0: I'm going to cry, man. After we end this recording, I'm just going to cry. No All one right. text me.
3: All right. So uh, let's talk about the brother one. Mm. which is a shrine quest technology. Oh, my
0: brother's keeper. I think
3: that's what it's called. It's like, it's like, um, I'm looking right now. It's, it's a brother's, uh, roast. That's what it is. Uh, a brother's so roast. It, yeah, it's cute. So you, 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 run into this guy, uh, which I think his name is blade on. Um, and he's like, my brother gone. is lost. I he's supposed to be coming back. I, I don't know where he is. He was going towards uh <laughs> Wait, 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 Mountain. wait. Wait. His
0: brother is lost and his name is Gon Goron. Yeah. Gon Goron?
3: Yeah, Gon Goron. <laughs> yeah. That's literally that's like that's like that's what it is and he's like he went to gorko lake i don't know where he is he's like gorko lake or gorko tunnel i don't know right didn't he said like he heard some rumor of like he heard some rumor a a treasure for a hero hero. yeah (laughs) and he's like all right well i just sent them off and he's not come back yet so uh go find him uh i gotta stay here go find him so you go you go look for him i i went to gorko lake first and there's an igneo talus there
1: Ooh.
3: um so you, you, you kill that and then you go to Gorko Tunnel and Gongaran is sitting in <laughs> in the tunnel just flat on his back, just out cold like, mm-hmm. I can't do anything. I'm... Poor guy. Man, it's over. And his brother comes and says, all right, well, we got to get his strength back. So why don't you pop on down the hill towards the Gortram Cliff and there's some rock roasts down there. Pick them Ooh. up and i'm uh, i i can cook so i'll 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 hook him up and uh we got this then you get, you get one of those fun little zelda carry an item that you can you can only carry and not use weapons up a thing with enemies
0: oh yeah uh, you have to carry the rock rose from the bottom of from the bottom sort of, of like the this hill. little hill yeah. with a little lava pond and when you pick it up on your way back a bunch of enemies appear a bunch and of and it's usually lands moblins wielding bows yeah fire fire choo choos and then boulders
3: yeah the boulders are awful Mm -hmm. um but this mission's fun so you 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 bring the uh you bring the rock roast up you get rid of the moblins and you get this super like cute cutscene of of the rock roast cooking but it's literally just like sitting in the pot and there's like music the, the cooking music plays and then it's just all of a sudden it's on fire um and they eat it and it's the the greatest thing they've ever eaten it's the crunchiest crispiest rock it's the best it's the best rock roast he's ever made it's ever. the best
0: rock roast he's ever made and it's so the whole story is so cute it's like the cliche like the older brother telling yeah. the little brother, like hey you gotta stop following your dreams it's not realistic and the little brother's like no i'm gonna follow my dreams then the other one's like little brother i love you it should have let you follow your dreams. Let, let you me help let you follow
3: Let me help you out.
0: And it's all happy ending. There's no, there's no it's loss. It's all
3: happy ending.
0: And they, they, he eats the rock roast and he gets this like, he gets reinvigorated. He gets the Goron power. Then he starts mining with his like uh, efficiency five diamond pickaxe. And then it reveals a, a shrine. And they're like, one. and they're just like, oh, shrine. And they walk away like the true treasure was brotherhood like, and friendship.
3: They're just like, huh, I've seen one of these before. There's one in <laughs> Goron City. Well, okay. And Link's just like, oh, thank God.
0: Link's like Link Link has like the little shock expression he does. It's so yeah. funny.
3: And then they just kind of wander off. <sighs>
0: the true the true the true treasure was brotherhood and friendship.
3: Yeah. Um I'm trying to think if there are any other memorable side quests.
0: The only so. other memorable one is the, the Gorok brothers, the hardcore ones. And there's another side quest they have in Gerudo Town, but they have one in Gut Check Rock, which is north of uh, Death Mountain. And what you have to do is there's a shrine on top. And you probably flew up there, and the Goron's guarding it. He's like, Nuh uh, you can't come up here unless you climb the rock wall, but on the way, you have to pick up a hundred rupees. Oh, yeah. And it's the three oh, Goron yeah. brothers that are like into oh, yeah. hardcore, hardcore, hardcore activities.
1: Uh,
3: yeah. I haven't
1: gotten I, to that one yet.
3: I actually yeah. have not played this one myself, but funny story this quest, this side quest, was my first introduction to Breath of the Wild. Hello? The first time I saw gameplay of Breath of the Wild was this. Oh, yeah! I oh. was I, I was with a roommate watching him struggle through that <laughs> struggle. I was going to say it's fairly easy, especially it's the climbing easy, gear, but he didn't have the climbing gear and he didn't have uh, a lot of stamina at the time. Mm, yeah, so that was a bit you. of a struggle for him. Always go prepared, guys. Always
0: go prepared. So yeah, I mean, that's it. We we did Elden. We, we did it, but that's not the end of the episode because we have oh, shit. an audience segment. We have we have, we have uh, our received an fan. email from. I'm not sure whether to address you or Don't keep it anonymous. Me,
3: yeah, keep it anonymous. Keep it anonymous. Okay. Did they did they
0: address themselves in the email? No, they didn't say like best. Nothing. No. Okay, Actually, anonymous we, email. So we have anonymous email that said. I noticed that you were wondering when the mother was killed, referring to when we talked about Kakariko Village, uh, Coco and Katla's mother, the two the two young Sheikah girls, and I believe Dorian. Dor- remember Dorian is their father, and um, yes. that's how you get oh, the yeah. se- that's how you get the second uh, the second shrine in Kakariko Village. So uh, they write to us. I noticed that you were wondering when the mother was killed. As far as i know they were killed after link woke up because when the great plateau tower um, rises ganon awakes because since all the other towers rise because signals get sent to hyrule tower then to other towers and that's how ganon rose ganon told the yiga clan to find and kill link they thought they could use the ex yiga clan member dorian and thought that he would help them since he's in kakariko with the sheikah when he refused they killed his wife fearing for his children he keeps feeding the yiga clan uh info so we can speculate that the mother's killed while the link while link was on the great plateau um, this is a it's a pretty sound theory we don't have i don't believe to my knowledge we have any in text or like any in game text that indicates this but i think they do a good job of piecing it together because
3: it's a good headcanon well it
0: also it also makes sense why else would the yiga like what information do the yiga clan need prior to link waking up as far as we can infer, probably not much, and they, they they already know being a a derived a derivative uh peoples from Shika, they already know most Shika traditions. So it, it makes it, to me I like I like this. It makes sense that it's a recent and that they would they would see the towers rising. The Yika clan maybe not Ganon telling them directly because I don't know how ganon directly contacts with um the yiga clan or master koga but at least it makes sense that they would already have the knowledge of Shika tech so the shrine of resurrection um the towers and shrines and they would see that they rise up they're like oh the hero's awake and they would be like oh we have a former contact in um kakariko village they go uh links on the great plateau and on his way to zoro's domain um and they 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 kill dorian's wife during this time i think it makes sense i'll probably revisit it to see if there's any more information but what do you guys think i i like it
3: i think it's a sound theory
0: it's good it's good this is some good logic some good good, thinking uh, good yeah i
1: agree
0: that's it wendy yeah i agree yeah i agree i
1: mean come on
0: wendy
3: wendy step it up God. We're losing our brain. We're losing our minds over here because six, six or seven technical <laughs> difficulties. I, I can't even.
0: I can't even express. You guys are sitting here laughing. I can't even express how hard, how sad. I'm gonna be. My
3: keyboard's gonna be soaking wet when I'm editing this. I'm just Listen, gonna be crying. The no. protection is ready. Okay. I uh, but I'm not. But I'm
2: not. <laughs> so and on we, that note.
0: No, no, Ange. Not on that note. We haven't even discussed what music am I gonna use. What's gonna the intro is gonna be Daruk's theme. I was thinking the outro could be a little bit of Terry Town since we talked about some <gasps> Terry Town. Yes. Yes. yes, yes,
1: yes. They're both They're, very like.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yes, uh, well, me. that was that was easy. All right. Um, this didn't have a lot of my my favorite
0: music in the game, so I tried to keep it shorter this episode. If you want to give us feedback, do you like the longer ones? Do you like the the still long ones, but not as long? Um, let us know if you have any questions, comments, or theories that you want us to talk about. Send us an email. Thank you to... What's, what's the email? Hold on. Thank you to our first email we got. It's a big deal for us. We appreciate you. And if you want to write again, please write us again. You can email us at Wisdom. At gmail.com or is it podcast at gmail.com?
3: I don't know, man. You made the email.
0: I did make the email. It's podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter at neighborswisdompod. You can find us on Instagram at neighborswisdompodcast. We will take anything from any of those uh, media, mediums, media, anything you want to talk about. We will gladly talk about it and we will put a designated listener segment, listener. Um, Discussion at the end of each episode.
1: Yes. So make sure you leave a comment or you know shoot the email. <laughs> so let's hear. Let's hear from oh. y'all.
0: Um. Additionally, I just want to reiterate. I really liked the email we got. Was really good. I feel like we didn't. We didn't discuss it much, but I feel like the it makes There's sense.
3: much to discuss. The research was there.
0: Yeah,
1: the research. It's the
3: solid. Research, <laughs> they prevent, they're they they're they
0: they telling present, us. They present, <laughs> yeah, they they're telling research, us. Well. Yeah. You know, Wendy, you better take down notes. I'm going to um, quiz you next episode.
2: Okay. That's going, that's go going in the lore notebook.
3: <laughs> go <laughs> next. Ahead,
0: next episode the is going to be. Oh, yes. The next oh, episode the is episode. going to be. Um, let's do Hebra and Rito Village. <gasps> We're going <gonna do gasps> to nice. yeah. oh. go to Va Meadow next, which means Wendy's going to be very pleased at the sound choice. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, my goodness. At the music I am choice so for that episode.
0: everyone thanks for listening you know where to reach us and have a have a good good day good morning good afternoon good evening be safe because at least in the united states covid cases are spiking again wash your hands and see you in the next one
2: all right bye Bye. Bye. goodbye (laughs) y'all